It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets. And Lori Pinkowski joins us, the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Let's uh, get started by talking about the markets. How are they doing? Yeah, markets are relatively flat today, but really uh, we're near all-time highs set earlier this week. Uh, you know, there's few reasons for the strength in markets right now. So the reopening momentum we're seeing, uh, improving vaccination rollouts, uh, the upcoming infrastructure stimulus in the U.S. that you and I talked about last week, interest rates remain low, and we're seeing better employment numbers as well. So a lot of those reasons are why uh, the IMF has upgraded its global growth forecast for 2021 to 6%. So again, there's a lot of positives out there, and earnings season uh, is starting in a couple of weeks from now, which will likely be another tailwind to lift markets higher. Uh, companies likely are going to upgrade forecasts and even give better forecasts now that uh, we can see the economy rolling out and, and improving uh, going forward. So would you say that the markets are in a bit of holding pattern, kind of waiting for all this news? Uh, in a way. I mean, there's still risks out there, inflation, uh, higher corporate taxes in the U.S., uh, the new variants, of course. But the markets aren't as concerned as the positives are outweighing the risks at this time. Again, we're active managers, so we're always on top of it looking for, you know, uh, you know, what what monster's hiding in the closet. But at this point, uh, we're seeing a lot of positives out there, and I think that we're going to see markets move higher. And, and you can't say, you know, I know what's going to happen next week. You know, no one's got right. a crystal ball like that. Uh, but if you look at six months out, 12 months out, you know, the world is going to likely look like a very different place than we're, we're dealing with today. So then how do you position portfolios for that? Like, how do you, as a money manager, kind of get ready to take advantage of that? Yeah, well, you know, it's been a it's been an exciting kind of six months, I would say. You know, since we had the vaccine uh, vaccine announcement and we're seeing it rolled out, and um, you know, understanding that uh, you know we're seeing the economy recover right now, right? And we favor cyclical stocks. So, what does that mean? Uh, we're looking at post recessionary stocks. So. Those are your financials, industrials, materials, and they should benefit from a strong recovery uh, and, and, and also benefit from the stimulus in, in the U.S. as well as the infrastructure bill. Um, in Canada here, you know, owning financials like Royal or TD or industrials like Finning, um, lumber producers like West Fraser uh, are all stocks that we own. Um, you know, reopening stocks is another uh, kind of theme you can think about for your portfolio, or hopefully your financial advisor is, is that, you know, this is a little different than most recessions. Um, you know, we were in lockdown and a lot of the globe is still in some form of lockdown. Uh, but when things reopen, what's going to benefit from that, right? So you think of airlines, hotels, I mean, um, there's a lot of ETFs out there, exchange traded funds that hold, you know, a basket of airlines like jets out there is, is an example or Harvest came out with a leisure and travel ETF, you know, and it will hold hotels as well as airlines and, and some other areas as well. So, uh, and then value stocks, we, we continue to own value as well. You, we want to own companies like TELUS, utility companies as well, just to keep diversified, right? Um, and to us, that's the best way to manage, um, you know, portfolios coming out of this recession. Uh, there's a lot of pent-up demand for goods and services. I think we're going to have a good year or two on markets. Uh, it has to be proactively managed, though. But you right. also have to think outside the box. What are people going to get back to doing 
uh, in six to 12 months from now. And, you know, my belief is people are going to want to travel when it's safe to do so. Uh, so, again, looking at adding some of those names, and we have already since the uh, vaccine was announced. Right. So it, it wouldn't it be so hard, though, to predict, right, those kinds of habits? Because if you think people are going to travel, then wouldn't investing in the airline industry make sense? Well, yes, that's what we've done. and That's what we continue to do. Um, and, you know, the same thing was last year when we were under lockdown. I was looking at, you know, what's still open? What are people able to do at this time? So we owned uh, companies like Walmart and Costco, right, um, McDonald's back then, uh, which, again, we don't own those names today, again, because the world changes and you got to change with it. Just because those are, you know, good companies, good names, are they likely going to be the best performers coming out of this thing? And to me, I think that, you know, you want to have exposure to some of those reopening stocks, again, post-recessionary type stocks as well, and still include those value stocks in your portfolio as well. Okay, so then if people were thinking that, all right, I want to position my portfolio for, you know, post-pandemic, maybe they want to switch advisors, right? Like, what kind of questions should we be asking? Well, one question you should be asking is, how did you fare last year, right? Um, You know, I think that, uh, unfortunately, we get a lot of calls uh, from prospective clients, and uh, some people lost money last year, right? And uh, you didn't have to lose money if you were in the right areas. If your advisor's stuck in, you know, banks and and oil stocks last year, you likely uh, lost money. And so, again, it's just about being proactive and finding that right advisor that's suitable for you. You know, some people believe in buy and hold and hold on to whatever stocks they own uh, through the, you know, through the ups and downs and believe that that's the best way to manage money. Uh, Others try to minimize the downside and try to be in those right areas during the right time. So, again, knowing the difference uh, in an advisor or their title can help as well. Um, investment advisors and financial advisors, uh, that's a title that's out there. Um, and for those, uh, they have to call every client on each of the trades that they make. And so you can think about if you need to buy or sell a stock and you have to call 50 people, 50 clients, you know, are you the first client or are you the last client, you know? Um, and so that's the issue I see there. But again, just so that you understand that, you might want to be, uh, actively involved with what they're trading. So for you, that might make sense. Portfolio managers, on the other hand, again, they manage portfolios discretionary. So they're making the decisions for your portfolios on a day-to-day basis. Everybody gets the same price. We're buying and selling for everybody at the same time. Uh, we're still updating them on their performance and so on, uh, as well as portfolio reviews and you know communicating with them. Uh, but again, you don't have to call on every trade. And so when you're looking for a new advisor, you're starting with an interview, you want to make Make sure that, uh, you know, you generally get along with them, right? And I've said this before on air, um, you know, you want to have a good relationship with your financial advisor or portfolio manager. You know, it's, it's more than just um, managing someone's portfolio nowadays, right? You have to manage their family's wealth, their family situation, understand really what they need in life now and in the future. And that can only be done, in my opinion, by having financial plans, looking at estate planning, uh, and looking at the total package of each family and going, what do they need and how can we service them? Okay, so it sounds like you should treat it like uh, you're interviewing somebody, you know, or, or auditioning somebody for a job. Yeah, 100%. And they might be interviewing you as well, right? You know, you want to make sure that you're a good fit. You want to make sure that you understand their investment strategy. So, again, they have a clear strategy. Um, And you want to make sure that they have the qualities uh, that you really want in an advisor. Some of those qualities, to me, are 
again, uh, transparency, you want proactive advice, you want responsiveness. You want that if you email, they email you back. If you ask for something, they're going to get that information to you. Uh, I believe you want somebody uh, with a big support team, right? You can't do this all on your own, and having a really strong team uh, is extremely important. You want uh, them to have an emphasis on people, not products, as I was saying, right? It's all about you, your goals, your concerns, uh, and that they aren't afraid to say no to you, right? Like if you want to spend a certain amount of money, you want to gift a bunch of money to your kids, you know, those are conversations, a strong financial advisor, a portfolio manager will let you know that this might not be the best idea for you, or if you should be buying Bitcoin, or maybe it's not appropriate for you. You know, those types of conversations are really important to have, and and that you should be comfortable coming to your advisor uh, and being able to discuss anything, uh, anything financial or family-related. All right, great advice as always. Thank you for that, Lori. Thanks so much to me. You have a great weekend. Stay dry today. Yeah, good, luck, good luck with that. Thank you so much. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Uh, you can call Lori and her team directly today if you would like. Their number is 604-695-LORI. And you can also check out their website, pinkowski.ca.